Welcome to another edition of Alternative News, brought to you by Andrew Irving from the Campaign for International Cooperation and Disarmament. On this week's program, we'll talk about the International Day for the Total Elimination of Nuclear Weapons, solidarity with the people of Venezuela, and we'll introduce a new member of the Alternative News team who will be helping the program in the future. Thursday the 26th of September was the International Day for the Total Elimination of Nuclear Weapons, an important opportunity for individuals and organisations across the world to support the UN Treaty on the Prohibition of Nuclear Weapons, calling on all our national governments to sign and ratify this treaty. The nuclear armed leaders continue to threaten to use these weapons of mass destruction. Trump is playing with fire in his escalating attacks on Iran, increasing sanctions even further, sending more troops and weapons to the region. We are dangerously close to war with Iran, and Iranians are already suffering economic warfare due to brutal sanctions, and recently Trump announced even greater sanctions on Iran, this time on the Central Bank of Iran. Earlier this week, I met with the Venezuelan ambassador, Daniel Gaspari, at the Venezuelan embassy, and have passed on CICD's solidarity with the people of Venezuela and their sovereign right to defend their country, their achievements, and to decide freely without any foreign interference about their future and destiny. We condemn the actions of the US administration, the European Union, and several other governments of Latin America, which aim to overthrow the legitimate presidency of Venezuela by various attempts of coup d'etat, economic war, sanctions from which the people of Venezuela are suffering serious consequences. The Venezuelan Solidarity Campaign and Latin American activists are inviting you to join them on Thursday, October 3rd at 6.30pm at the MUA Hall, 46 to 54 Island Street, West Melbourne. On this important night, in solidarity with the people of Venezuela, Daniel Gaspari, the Chargé d'Affaires of the Bolivarian Republic of Venezuela, will be speaking. This night and fundraising event will support directly the grassroots organisations that are supporting the Bolivarian process in Venezuela that are under attack by the international right-wing forces led by Trump's US government. We should not forget that the coalition government has also supported the overthrow of the Venezuelan government. We ask that our listeners consider coming along to this event. Your presence and support is so valuable to the Latin American Solidarity Movement. Hope to see you there. Now I'd like to introduce Zachary, a new member of the CICD, who has joined the Alternative News Radio team. He will be providing some background information on the current blockade of Jabarong sacred land near Ararat. Zachary. Welcome to the Campaign for International Cooperation and Disarmament's radio show, Alternative News. On air since 1975 and proud to call Melbourne's 3CR home. My name is Zachary Doney. I'm a hospitality worker. 
Today I'm going to give a brief history and look at some of the issues surrounding a land rights dispute in Victoria. The current struggle of the Japarong people for recognition of a cultural site outside Ararat in Western Victoria shows the limitations of Aboriginal representation in the existing state bodies. In opposition to the duplication of the Western Highway, the Japarong have occupied the proposed work site to protect what they assert are birthing trees, directions trees and a canoe tree, all of which exist on an area of culturally significant landscape. The state insists that it has followed all of the relevant procedures and that work should go ahead. The Japarong insists that they were never consulted and if works go ahead it will amount to the destruction of some of their last remaining artefacts. What follows is an attempt to put the history together. I'll try to keep the focus on the state processes and the subsequent issues which arise. There is a real need for an improvement of infrastructure. The Western Highway is a very busy regional highway and carries around 6,500 vehicles west of Ballarat daily. This daily figure includes 1,500 trucks. Caravans limited to 90 km per hour in a 110 km per hour zone combined with a high overall volume of traffic, have contributed to conditions which have produced 11 deaths over the last six years. The state has followed its Aboriginal consultation process to get the approvals the law requires for works of this nature to proceed. In 2013, Martang Pty Limited signs off on a cultural heritage management plan of Japurung country. In 2014, Vic Rose grants Martang Pty Limited land under a Trust for Nature covenant. In 2017, Eastern Ma Aboriginal Corporation are brought in to consult on the road and the trees by Aboriginal Victoria. In 2018, the Japarung 10 Embassy is established. In 2018, there was an appeal to the Federal Court. In 2018, the works put on hold. In 2019, all legal options to stop the works are exhausted. In 2019, an eviction notice is served to the Japarung Embassy, giving them 14 days to vacate this site or face arrest. In 2019, Martang Incorporated is deregistered due to non-compliance with the legislature. And later in 2019, preliminary works on the site begin. The Japarung people who are in opposition to these works say they were not consulted and the registered Aboriginal parties which the state consults, namely Martang Incorporated and the Eastern Ma Aboriginal Corporation, EMAC or Eastern Ma for short, do not effectively represent them. It is not clear if the now defunct Martang Incorporated contained any members of the Japarung though their 2007 incorporation documents explicitly state support from the Japarung, and here I quote, The Martang application was accompanied by considerable support from members of the Japarung and neighbouring communities, end quote. The incorporation document also states that it must represent the Japarung to become a registered Aboriginal party for the lands in southwest Victoria, and I quote, as part of making a successful application, Martang has agreed to review its corporate structure to establish broad representation of Japarung community interests, end quote. Uh, and here I apologise for any misuse of legal terms. The Aboriginal Heritage Amendment Act of 2016 inserted a clause into the Aboriginal Heritage Act of 2006, which meant that Registered Aboriginal Parties, or RAPs for short, 
had two years to become a corporation registered under the Corporations Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Act of 2006. For some reason, Martang Incorporated could not or did not want to incorporate under this act, and so their registration was revoked on the 1st of August 2019. Now, the sole signatory body to the Cultural Heritage Management Plan, which the government is relying on, and which the public has never seen, has been abolished. Does this document carry any weight? Well, I don't know, and I cannot find anything out about this. As far as I can tell, Eastern Ma have not signed a Cultural Heritage Management Plan for the Japarong country, and while they disagree that there are birthing trees present on the site, they do agree that this site is a culturally significant area. This information was passed on to Aboriginal Victoria after 10 members of Eastern Ma inspected the site. In the articles I've consulted, there are no references to Eastern Ma signing off on a Cultural Heritage Management Plan that covers the area. Despite agreeing to establish representation of Japarung community interests, it seems that no Japarung people were part of Martang Incorporated in 2013 when the first permission was given for the planned works. In an article posted on ABC News entitled Documents Exposed Land Deal Behind Victoria's Western Highway Sacred Trees Dispute on the 5th of September 2019, the authors state that Martang Incorporated Authority are all members of one family. From the same article, it is asserted that Martang were granted the right to purchase a parcel of land northeast of Ararat at Elmhurst. Though I do not have the address of this property, the Elmhurst area is mostly within the bounds of Martang land as per their incorporation documents from 2007. This purchase was to be refunded through a Trust for Nature covenant. Trust for Nature is an NGO set up by the government to manage conservation on private land in Victoria. In exchange for disallowing development on the land they were granted, Martang received some kind of payment from the Trust for Nature covenant. I cannot find the details of this covenant on the Trust for Nature website. On one hand, we have the state and the Aboriginal bodies which the state communicates with, to make decisions. On the other hand, we have the Japarung, who say they have not been consulted. The Federation of Victorian Traditional Owner Corporations and the Aboriginal Heritage Council stand behind the decisions made by Martang and Eastern Ma. They urge the state to respect the integrity of their consent. This raises another conflict, this time between the Japarung, the traditional owners who oppose this work's development, and the state bodies which claim to represent Aboriginal interests, being Aboriginal Victoria, the Federation of Victorian Traditional Owner Corporations, the Aboriginal Heritage Council, and in this case, Martang Incorporated and Eastern Ma. The CEO of the Federation of Victorian Traditional Owner Corporations, Marcus Stewart, presents the status quo position thusly, and I quote, what all of this public commentary is doing is undermining the existing representative structures of traditional owner nations which have been long fought for and established over decades of struggle. Traditional owners have the right to determine their own political structures and representation, so to bring that into disrespute is disrespectful. Poking holes in our current structures cannot be seen as conducive to Aboriginal governance in Victoria. 
End quote. Eastern Ma insists it has authority to grant consent, and if the state government backtracks in this regard, it will not be honouring Eastern Ma's determination in this respect. The Japarung resistance to the bodies which supposedly represent them shows the level to which this current structure is inappropriate for stakeholders. Various reasons are given to why different registered Aboriginal parties might not have known of the existence of birthing or direction trees on the site, or even the site itself. Matang may not have had any Japarung members when they signed off in 2013, or may have consulted a minority of Jacaron people. Eastern Ma, in its incorporation documents, is the registered Aboriginal party over a parcel of land stretching from the coast near Port Ferry, north to the area surrounding Lake Linlithgow. This region is very far away from Japarung women's business on the site outside Ararat. On their website, Eastern Ma assert their lands extend as far as Ararat, but this is not borne by their incorporation documents. I hope I've made the point well enough that the current representative structures have problems. This analysis has not taken into account the environmental impact statements or delved into any of the matters which were shown before the courts. I intend here to show how the current process of representation has produced this huge conflict between an Indigenous people and the groups which the state acknowledges as their proper representatives. I hope this talk has shed some light on a complicated issue. Thank you. The Campaign for International Cooperation Disarmament support the Jabberung and their ongoing occupation of the proposed works site. CICD stand in solidarity with the Jabberung and their struggle for recognition from the state and protection of these important cultural artefacts. The top priority for the Jabberung right now is maintaining a presence on the site outside of Ararat on the Western Highway. If you cannot make it out there, you can donate to the embassy and keep up the pressure on the government and contracted bodies. A list of these contact points is available on the Jabberung website, dwembassy.com. That's dwembassy.com and Facebook page. Search for Jap Rarung Embassy. That's D-J-A-B space W-U-R-R-U-N-G. Thank you for listening to Alternative News on 3CR. Broadcasts on 855am. Podcasts on demand at 3cr.org.au. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.